Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Well, hello, everyone. This is Dr. Eileen, and this is Medicine Walk on YouTube. And for those on Blog Talk Radio, it's Healing House Radio. And this is the second time that we're doing, uh, we're trying the video and to pre-record it. And I am here in my little cabin in the woods, in my home. And so if you hear whining or whimpering or meowing, that's my dog, Sam, and my cat, Luna. So what we're going to talk about today is a topic that came up in one of the tweets that I do every morning. And if, if you don't get my tweets, then you can follow me on Twitter. And uh, every morning I post sort of an idea, sort of, um, you know, kind of a, a thought for the day. And one of the thoughts for the day was the idea that when you're ending a relationship, the really one of the last things that you have to give up in order to be able to find closure and move on is that last conversation. And what I mean by that is that last conversation where you tell them exactly what you think of them or where you ask for an answer as to why they behaved in the way they did. And maybe you, you sort of daydream the whole thing and how it'll look and how they, you know, that they'll be contrite and that they'll explain themselves and then you will walk away. And there's sort of builds up an idea that if I had that, if I had that, that last word, then I can have closure and I can move on and, and I can end the whole thing and I'm no longer having that attachment. Well, the problem is, is that often the reality is that that other person may not be contrite as you think that they should be, or they may turn it around and say, well, you owe me an apology and I'm not the one who did anything wrong. And nothing ruins a daydream like reality. And really it comes down to wanting the last word. And that can in some ways it can be empowering because you can speak your truth to that person, but it can also be a hindrance to you being able to move forward, to you being able to let go of what no longer serves you. And the problem is, is that when we get too attached to that last word, that it just kind of bungee cords us out of closure and back into the issue. So how is it that we can be able to let go of that last word? How is it that we can be able to say, okay, I'm done? Well, sometimes it's just really acknowledging to yourself, hey, I'm done. And, you know, often there can kind of be a back and forth and, you know, maybe you want to, you really want to break up. Maybe you don't. But the thing is, is that 
it may be that your contract, your spiritual contract is complete. And what I mean by spiritual contract is I believe that each and every person that we become involved with is someone that we have a spiritual contract with. And when that contract is complete, it means that, okay, you're both ready to move on, that it's not about you know, who did what to who, or for whatever reason you broke up, it's like, you know what, you're done. And it can be hard to be done. And, you know, when you think about all the things that create that attachment, all of the reasons why you were together in the first place, and maybe it's, maybe it's a love relationship, or it could be just a really close friendship. And, it can it can be especially tough with a really close friendship because when when you've had that that bond that best friends that buddies type of thing in your life and you lose your best friend that's a very hard thing to deal with it's a very hard thing to want to let go of and it makes you really want to get that last word because it it is it is hurtful when when that friendship ends now if it's you know something that you know you have to take a good close look and it's like okay what was my part in this did i have a part in all of this and it comes with a, a need for a lot of self-reflection and anytime you're breaking up any type of relationship it's important to remember that there was good in that there was positive in that and to acknowledge what was positive to acknowledge what it was that you received out of it how you grew how you you advanced yourself and and the way that you would feel having that security of that relationship that there there was good points to it and unfortunately when a relationship reaches a point when a spiritual contract reaches its end there's a lot of not so good stuff in it too. And if you're going through that right now, I'm, I'm really sorry because I know it's very hurtful. I know that it can lead to a lot of insecurity and there's vulnerability. And so often when we're put in a position of feeling that vulnerable, of, of feeling that sense of, of, you know, just not being safe, of insecurity, of low self-esteem maybe. It can create a need for an act of empowerment. And most of the time that act of empowerment is viewed as really telling that person off and putting them in their place. And it can create a need for a, a some sort of a grand action. And the truth is you really don't need that. You can just walk away and they can just walk away too. It's, it's very common that, you know, if, if it's like an explosive argument that leads to the separation, often that can be viewed as, well, you know, there was this, you know, this argument, but, you know, really, then you start thinking of the good stuff. And bottom line if you could take away that one event, if it was like one argument, if you could take away that one event, 
would you still want to be with that person? Would you still want them as your friend? Would you still want them in that relate intimate relationship? And if you can honestly answer that question, I mean, really honestly, that if they, if that one instance were taken away, would you still want to be with them? And if the answer to that is no, then your spiritual contract is complete. And you can figure out a way to disentangle from the other person. But the bottom line is, what's the right thing for you? What is that, that clearing point when you can say, okay, I'm done. And often it's in the quiet moments. Often it's when you have a time to just sit. I mean, it, something like this, situations like this always bring in everybody else and everybody else's opinions. And people are going to tell you either, no, stay with the person or, or go, you know, let them go. But ultimately it's about what's inside of you. It's about your feeling. Does the relationship empower you? Have you learned everything that you're meant to learn from it? Because sometimes we're just with somebody because we're meant to learn something from each other. We're meant to teach each other something. And if you can be able to release the attachment to what it is that that person represents in your life, it's like, oh, you know, I, I can't be, you know, whole without this person or, or, you know, I really want that person in my life. Well, if you consider all the positive parts of why you would be with someone and if somebody else were to be able to provide that for you, then it's not so much the person, but the story that's been attached to them. Because if somebody else could make you feel wanted and, and, and attractive and safe, if somebody else could provide that, then you would be willing to, you know, be a part, have that person as a part of your life. So it's not so much the person, but the story. And that's where the last conversation comes in, because it's almost like it becomes the epilogue to the story, the end of the story. And when you consider, well, I, I can look at that person and I no longer feel what I felt. And that's tough if maybe both people don't feel that at the same time. But ultimately, if one person does not feel that, then it's probably a good sign that maybe the spiritual contract is complete. And it doesn't have to be ugly. It doesn't have to be angry. It doesn't have to be something that creates resentment. Now, maybe you can have that last conversation and have it be, you know what? I appreciate all the things that you brought into my life and I wish you well. And I hope things work out for you and goodbye. That can be a very appropriate last conversation. If you're looking for answers, you're probably not going to find them. If you're looking for reasons and explanations. If somebody's hurt you, there really is no explanation that's good enough. And how you deal with that hurt is up to you. 
Does it make you suspicious of everyone? Does it make you say, you know, well, I'm not going to trust anyone ever again? Because that would be, that would be very sad because you're a wonderful person and you deserve to be happy. You deserve to be loved. You deserve everything that you could possibly have in a relationship. And it takes it to a point where if you can see that person not as a victim or as the perpetrator, if you can just see that person as another human being doing the best they can with the tools they have that may have made a really bad mistake or do not have the emotional maturity to continue in a relationship because that is a big part of things. It's that level of emotional maturity. And maybe you guys aren't mature to the same point, to the same degree. And sometimes people resort to, you know, going on Facebook and, and trashing people and all of that. That's not showing a lot of emotional maturity. And often if we can take a step back and breathe and process our grief, because it is a grieving process. It is, it, it's pretty much the same five stages of grief in dealing with death, because you're dealing with the death of something that was important to you, that relationship. And it does go through denial, anger, bargaining, uh, depression, and acceptance. Ultimately, it will reach acceptance. You just have to be able to accept that you need to work through the other processes too. Um, often you can say, it's like, well, I don't care and they don't matter to me. Why wouldn't they? Of course they matter to you because they mattered to you once. They mattered very much to you. And like I said, it doesn't matter if this is a relationship, like a friend relationship, or if it's a romantic relationship, when somebody's been someone that you trust, it can be really, really hard to, to find your way out of that and be able to trust again. Also, it doesn't mean that you will never be with or see that person again. It just means that in this time, in this place, at this point, that it takes more away than it gives. And until, you know, say if it's a situation where there's behavior patterns that are not okay, then it's important to set boundaries. You can say, well, um, as long as this behavior pattern remains, then I really can't be in a relationship. And it could be anything. It could be something that's hurtful. It could be dismissive. It, it could be any large thing or even small things. But the idea is, is, does the relationship take more away from you than it gives you? And if so, reconsider how that relationship works in your life. Does it help elevate you? Or is it something that brings you down? And when you consider all of the things that are a part of 
a relationship forming and a part of a relationship ending, it's a very complex thing. There's nothing simple about it. There's nothing simple about what you're feeling. And those feelings may change at any point. So the important thing is that you, one, give yourself the space to work with it. Give yourself the time to work with it. You need to honor the fact that you're going through something very, very difficult. And it doesn't help to minimize it. And it doesn't help to try to make the other person a villain. And it does not help to try to say that it, it, it doesn't matter or that you're never going to trust anybody. You know, those are very extreme reactions that are very reasonable for someone to go through when they're first starting, you know, that, that idea of, of this separation. You go through a lot of things and the idea that there may be something more to say, more than likely there's nothing more to say. More than likely it's not about what was said but what was felt. And often in the idea of thinking, well, I'm going to tell this person that and they're going to understand how I feel. They may not. It may not be possible for anyone else to understand exactly how you feel. Even people who have been through similar breakups, it can still be a difficult thing to say, okay, it's, you know, it's similar and, you know, there, there are certain similarities between breakups, but it's not about the, what the person does or what they said. It's about what's going on inside of you. And what's going on inside of you is based on your unique life experiences and how this is affecting the, the thought patterns that you have and the filters that this goes through. And it may go through a filter where you just really can feel everything from angry to you know, just beating yourself down over it. Neither one of those are good long-term solutions. And being able to take the time to realize, you know what, this is really hurting me, but it's not going to hurt forever. This is you know, damaging to my self-esteem, but it's not going to be that forever either. This will pass. And by looking at yourself, by deciding that this is a time for you to process this, process what you're feeling. I am feeling hurt. I am feeling abandoned. I am feeling, you know, just explore each one of those. Look at where that feeling lives inside of you. Consider if you're reflecting onto another situation. Maybe you have, you're involved in a breakup and then you consider, well, all the other breakups. Each one is unique. Each one involves somebody different. And each one is going to affect you differently. So if you're in that situation, if you're at that place of, you know, a relationship ending, cords being untied. Consider being able to have that last conversation with yourself. Consider the idea 
that maybe it's not them you want answers from. It's within you. And maybe by having that conversation with yourself and saying, you know what, I, I'm really hurting over this. And realizing that you've got certain things that may be triggered, certain feelings that may be triggered, but it's okay because this is a natural part of the human experience. You've experienced it before and you'll probably experience it again, just differently. But each time you have an opportunity to say, okay, I think that I can deal with this eventually. I'm, I may cry a lot. I may need to talk to somebody, you know, because if, if this, this sort of thing can spiral into depression, and it's always good to consider the option of having someone to speak to who you know you can be able to really talk openly with who isn't going to go in that place of either blaming the person or blaming you because neither one of those options is good about having a safe place to discuss and explore what you're feeling to take ownership of what you're feeling nobody makes us feel a particular way we choose to respond in a particular way. We can't control what other people do, but we can work with how we respond to it. And like I said, if you're going through this, I get it. I understand. And while I don't understand your particular situation, I do understand the process. And it can take a while. And it can be really rough. And remembering that this isn't about anything being wrong with you. This is about a spiritual contract that is complete. This is about you've learned everything from each other that you need to learn. And now there's an opportunity to move forward. There's new possibilities out there. And it doesn't mean, you know, rush out and try to find somebody else to fill that space because that space should stay empty for a while while you study your relationship with it. It's kind of like looking through the black box after an aircraft goes down. You know, you f figure out what it was that went wrong, what it was that kind of led to it. Take ownership of whatever part that you do own and then reach that place where you can let go. Forgiveness to me is when a person or event no longer inspires in me a feeling that I don't want to feel. And if you can find that balance point and find that place to be able to release the story around it and just let something end that has ended, then it'll help that process a little bit more. But get help in it get support in it. There's nothing left to say, really. Let that last story go. Let that last conversation go. Because once you do, you release that cord that keeps pulling you back into it. Turn and face the sun and face the new amazing possibilities that are ahead of you where you can apply the lessons that you learned to move forward to really find a relationship that is going to fulfill you and support you. I mean, nobody's perfect. You're not, we're, none of us are ever going to find that perfect person. And we can 
be able to find good companionship and learn about ourselves in the process. So, good luck. It's not an easy thing, and it's not as quick as we'd like, but it is possible to cut the cord, let go, and move on. Good luck. I'm rooting for you. So, thank you for joining me. And if you would, if you like this video, or if you want to support, then you can like, you can subscribe, you can comment, and I always check the comments, or you can, um, you can support me on Patreon, or you can share this video. And for all of those who are also a part of my Facebook group, Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen, you know, you can go, you can join, and the tweets that I do each day are also posted there. So you can find them out from that point, and, um, and you can follow me on Twitter. So thank you. Thank you for joining me, and I'm working on learning how to edit and all of that stuff. And you can always uh, press the subscribe button that is there somewhere see this side or that side and you'll be able to connect and get regular notifications uh, i do have a patreon account and so if you'd like to become a sponsor you can check that out in the link in the description so again thank you for joining me and until next time i wish you balance and i wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you. Bye. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.